I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. By now, you've probably heard that Elon Musk's SpaceX delivered Starlink satellite internet terminals to Ukraine on Monday. Mikhailo Fedorov, Ukraine's vice prime minister, took to Twitter to post a photo of a truck filled with the terminals and thanked Elon Musk. Elon Musk took this initiative after the minister requested him to deploy Starlink stations in war-torn Ukraine, where internet connections had been disrupted as a result of Russian military strikes. Also, for people who don't know, Starlink is Musk's innovation, which makes high-speed internet accessible anywhere on Earth by deploying hundreds of satellites into orbit around the planet. But you see, things aren't always as they appear. Musk's statement and actions don't have the same impact as you might expect. His Starlink, according to the Atlantic piece I read, may not be as valuable. For instance, any Ukrainian who wants to access Starlink will need to get their hands on one of those SpaceX-made Starlink terminals, and a Starlink system costs about four ninety-nine dollars, and the service is ninety-nine dollars per month for regular subscribers. Even if Ukrainians manage to join, there's still the issue of service quality to consider. In addition, the weather can be a problem too. And let's say Starlink functions flawlessly. Using satellite technology in a combat zone can be very dangerous. Air attacks can use transmissions between ground receivers and satellites as indicators. This is not the first time Elon Musk has emerged as a hero. For example, after a volcanic explosion and tsunami in Tonga wrecked underwater cables, cutting the island country off from the rest of the globe, SpaceX sent 50 free Starlink devices. The signals, however, were weak. Service there is a little patchy, Musk said, but he promised that it will improve shortly. To top it off, the Myanmar military is pursuing totalitarian control of the internet in the nation. Appeals for Elon Musk's Starlink to save Myanmar with satellite internet have gained traction on social media. However, Musk is yet to answer their plea. But for the time being, I truly hope that the Starlink proves to be beneficial to the people of Ukraine. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. I am Farheen Khan, and here's the deep dive for 2nd March 2022. so often a new fraud aimed at crypto investors surfaces these frauds are frequently marketed on social media sites and once a large quantity of money is received they disappear just as fast in this episode we'll talk about one of the biggest crypto ponzi scams but before we go into the specifics of the story let me quickly explain what a ponzi scheme is The Ponzi scheme, like a pyramid scheme, produces returns for existing investors by attracting new investors who are guaranteed a high reward with little or no risk. Ponzi schemes basically depend on a steady stream of new investors to keep paying out profits to existing investors. The strategy collapses when this flow dries out. We are talking about BitConnect today, a short-lived cryptocurrency scam. Like any other scam, this company too had its share of highs and lows. 
well, mostly lows. It was formed in 2015 and formally launched in 2016 with the goal of providing a platform for people to lend Bitcoin for interest. The company even promised its investors steady 1% daily returns. Okay, let's do some math here. If the company offered 1% daily returns, a $1,000 investment would result in a return of more than $50 million in three years. Now we know why people trusted this company with their money. But as I stated earlier, this was a short-lived fraud. After a rapid growth and increasing customer base since its initial coin offering in December 2016, BitConnect unexpectedly shut down in January 2018. When BitConnect was thriving, its market capitalization peaked at $2.9 million in 2017 and then plummeted to $17 million by March 2018. Many people thought Bitcoin's concept was odd from the start. And even before the Ponzi scam was exposed, BitConnect's employment of the trading bot sparked a lot of debate too. This was strange since BitConnect was more interested in obtaining Bitcoin from customers than its own coin in order to produce these supposedly enormous profits. The red flag was right there. To generate money, this coin was dependent on another cryptocurrency. Crypto enthusiasts were divided in two. Many suspected the process of BitConnect while many didn't. Regardless of their doubts, suspicious investors continued to invest. With the high return promises and daily incentives, many people felt that this organization might make them wealthy. Too bad it didn't work out though. Like they say now, what goes around comes around. Satish Kumbani, an Indian national and founder of BitConnect, was indicted by the US court on allegations of organizing a global Ponzi scheme worth over $2 million. The founder is accused of committing wire fraud and price manipulation as well as operating an unregistered money transferring company and conspiring to launder money internationally. He is to face a maximum sentence of 70 years in jail if found guilty on all charges. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.